hello and welcome to the Almost Influencers Podcast. Hi. I'm your host, Brittany Christine. Hi, I'm Jess Alexander. How many followers do you have right now? Oh, we're diving right in. Yeah. Um, 106 or 159,000. I'm not going to say 160,000. Okay. How many do you have? Um, Are you counting Instagram in that? Or oh, you not see, I'm not. It? I'm just doing TikTok because on Instagram, I only have 5,000. Okay. So on Instagram, I currently have 54.5. Um, and then on TikTok, I have 50.4. Which so is a very pretty, big deal. Pretty comparable numbers. Are they? On like, I, I don't know. I guess you're right because like the engagement is so much higher on TikTok. Your engagement is wild. It's doing really well right now. Um, I've moved into more pop culture stuff mm-hmm. because I was like, why am I consuming all of this and then not like monetizing the severe amount of brain space it's taking up for me? Yeah. Like I listen to this shit all day long. Why am I not just regurgitating it and making money? The brain space. It's taking so much brain space. I have no idea what I could do without it. Isn't that crazy? Because I feel like there's so many things and so much knowledge we know about other people and other people's lives and things that are like TikTok exclusive. Yeah. You're right. What are you going to do with that knowledge? I know so much. I know so much. I have like decades of like knowledge banked on certain influencers that I've been following for so long that I'm like, I can absolutely monetize this. Like Sloan or... What are other like uh, tea sesh or spill sesh or whatever the fuck her name is? See, this is my favorite thing about the internet as a whole is that I don't know who these people are. And every once in a while in the Venn diagram of what you look at versus what I look at, every once in a while they'll line up. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because you, I feel like, do pay more attention to like mainstream celebrities than I do. My version of celebrities are almost fully formed on the internet. Okay, that's fair. I think part of it, though, is my job. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there are some people, there are some celebrities that I, I don't, I don't know who they are. Yeah, of course. Like there will be people I follow SNL on Instagram, and they'll be like, "Next week it's these people," and I'm like, "Am I old now? Because <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Like I've heard of them. I mean, same thing for internet celebrities. Like you yeah. know, I know the like Philip DeFranco's and the Tana Mojos and these that kind of like second, that first and second wave of like YouTube celebrity. Mm-hmm. But now the people who've come up just like solely on TikTok in the past couple of years, I don't know as much. See, and then I think I I know the people who've come up solely on TikTok because I was mm-hmm. never a YouTube person. I mean, I, here's a throw. YouTube raised me. Yeah. See, and I feel like that's where the difference in our ages comes into play mm-hmm. because like. I think that some millennials, like, because you're not technically a millennial, right? You're right at that cutoff? I'm pretty sure I'm technically a millennial. Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never know when like, the cutoff I'm is. The, like, I don't know. Because I was the, born in 86. Because Michael is a millennial. He's like the older side of millennial at 40. Okay. And then I'm 31. So I'm like, I guess closer to the younger side of millennial. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like there's, there's like a good chunk of people, like, I followed like makeup people on TikTok mm-hmm. or I mean on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I followed like, did you know who Kelly Eden was? I feel like you would have really liked Kelly Eden. No, I'm afraid not. She was like, it was in the, hey, do you know how to do makeup? Well, I'm going to show you how to do fun makeup. Mm-hmm. Like 2014, 15, 16 type people. And yeah. then I dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. The whole makeup community like really has had a resurgence on TikTok because mm-hmm. it died on YouTube. The mm-hmm. second that Shane Dawson made the conspiracy palette and then all that shit happened, the the makeup community on YouTube literally just died. It just wilted away. Well, and the like the whole downfall of Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. And the combination of the two of Shane and Jeffree and then Tati. That was, yeah. About Tati. Tati Westbrook. Yeah. <gasps> whole different side of the mess. My brain just exploded. I completely forgot about that. Talking about sucking dick and cock. (laughs) Time and place. I completely forgot about that. I could never forget Tati. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you did it at my birthday dinner. (laughs) I completely forgot. Oh, that's so funny. But Jeffree Star is back on TikTok. Oh, I know. I'm blocked. Are you blocked? I'm officially blocked wow, because, you've made it. because I posted a video that did very well and I did get paid for. Good for you. I made a video Ugh. about how Jeffree Star is like touting Eugenia Cooney around and like being like, I'm taking her to my mansion and whatever fucking yak town he's living in right now. And being like, I'm just, I'm, I just care for her so deeply and I'm doing all these perfect special things because I'm a perfect special angel. And I'm like, you're treating her like you're fucking make a wish. Mm-hmm. And you're like, granting her dying wish and her only dying wish is to be on your jet apparently and um be in your house while you 
savagely eat ice cream in front of her. Is that what's happening? That's what happened. And they were just, they were on live like 24-7. God, they oh my live God. on oh live. Oh my God. And there was absolutely a clip that I saw where he leans over out of the camera frame for just a second. No. Does drugs. Obviously. <laughs> someone goes, someone goes, he was just doing flonase. I'm like, no, he fucking dipped over like this. And sniffed. He was doing Away flonase. from the camera. And um, came back and then wiped his nose really hard. Wow. And I was like, so he's just like mocking her and doing drugs around her and he's being like i'm just the only one who cares for her and i was like i hate this man so much and i tagged him in my video and he blocked me um okay so i have to tell you about some drama yes please in my life i need you to tell so me so this is like this is an example of you remember my friend claire who we i broke up or we broke up she started the fight and then i finished it by breaking up which um, one was claire which was one? hot dog Claire? Uh, corn dog Claire. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> she owns a corn a corn dog shop, and me asking CDC. Can we call her CDC from now on? Corn dog Claire. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> um, okay, so me and CDC broke up uh, because I asked her if she wanted to go to her corn dog shop with me because I hadn't been yet and I'd kept asking her. I'd been asking her for months if she wanted to go with me. Just the same way if you opened like a nail shop, I'd be like, I want to go with you. I want you to show me yes. things about it. I want you to tell me what to get. Like yes. I, I just would want you to guide me because it's fucking yours. I just and love that they're corn dogs. I know. Like that's what it was continue. Korean corn dogs. And I'm still and and their we social media their social media rep reached out to yes. me to try it for free and my petty ass is gonna do it. Yes. And you're coming with me. Yes, I'm sorry I'm jumping the gun but please um okay so cdc um i was asking her if if she wanted to go with me if she wanted to like show me this thing that i assumed was an accomplishment for her and um she was like oh like i'm kind of busy and then she like very vaguely mentioned that like uh her and her mom weren't speaking so like she didn't want to go and like i don't know like a family business yeah but i don't think that her parents work there so that was confusing to me but they own it yeah okay i definitely don't think they work there are they the only ones that own it um, those three people, yeah, like her and her mom and her dad. Well, she owns it with them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I just asked one more time. I was like, do you want to go with me? And honestly, if she had said no, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go do it by myself because it's been months. Um, and then the next morning, I got a message from her, and it was just a, like a full-on vent, like being like, you keep guilting me about going, and like you should know better because you know I don't fucking talk to my parents, and I don't like my parents, and I took my shop name out of my fucking bio on Instagram, so like you should have noticed, and like just going. That's just, my like, favorite going, thing going. because I do check people's bios daily. <laughs> I yes, like you know, make it's, sure. I wake up and then I go, okay, I'm gonna it's go look at my 15 friends, and I'm gonna look at all their bios. Basically, and I wake see up, see if there's I something stretch, to change. I make sure the cat's fed. I get some water. And I look then at I everyone's start. bios. Yes, exactly. Um, so she's just like losing her shit on me. Like she just lashed out, and I was like, hey, turns out with my friends, I don't do this. If you have an issue, please tell me. But coming out swinging and like calling me, she said that I was annoying. <laughs> and what was um, annoying? The bugging that I'd asked her. Okay. And she said that um, I was guilting her into going with me. And I was like, I literally just asked you a question. So basically, after um, I, I apologized immediately. I was like, Oh my god! Like I, I just didn't know. Like I'm sorry. I won't bring it up again. And then she like went in continuously she was still mad and she you was not I, I'm just like I apologized it's not gonna happen again right. I was working on old information I guess because I didn't know anything about what you're just you're telling me right now I'm learning this for the first time mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking mind reader bro and so at the end I was just like look you handled this wrong mm-hmm. and I can't be friends with someone who handles conflict like this like a crazy person. like a crazy person yes. like that it's just a no for over me. Over corn it's dogs. Over fucking corn dogs, which look delicious, and they I'm do, going they to look eat amazing. Them. Yeah, um, I'm off hot dogs, and I will eat them. Oh, I'm actually on hot dogs right now, which is really funny. I rediscovered hot dogs recently, so that's a that's a bad example of like how one should handle something, right? Me and my sister just had a small conflict, um, and let me tell you, she is a hundred percent in the right, and I am a hundred percent the wrong. Like I fucked up. Um, I made a joke about something that, A, was a secret, and I said it to two of my friends. And um, I never thought that she would interact with those two friends, and that has changed recently. And, like, the thing I that I... I think I know all of the players in this. Yeah, you do. Okay. Um, so my sister 
started interacting with my friend and he told her that I had said something that I absolutely shouldn't, he should not have had that information, period. It's also on him to not repeat it. I know. And we have had that discussion, but it is my fault for saying it in the first place. Um, And so I then, I do this thing that sometimes Michael does too, where like, I know I'm now joking about the fact that I shouldn't have done it. And so I go in a little bit harder because I'm like, I'm part of me subconsciously is like trying to make it okay that I shared it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I'm like making it into a joke. Mm-hmm. And so I made a joke again about something that was like very personal and no one should have known anyway. And so she texted me the next morning and was like, I don't really know how to start this, but like just because I'm not like really upset, like when we talk about this thing doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt me when you share my personal information. And Valid. I was like, so fair yeah so fair um so she sent me like a couple paragraphs and I was like heard and I just said you are right um she had expressed like discomfort about like maybe walking into a room and not knowing who knows what about her and I was like it's so valid so I was just like oh yeah just so you know it was these two people which you already know and it was nobody else so I was I wasn't saying like it was only two people I was (laughs) just being like clarifying it is these two people yeah just so you're not thinking that anymore um and I was like um so it's these two people that are aware I promise but that's two more people than that needed to know Van needed to know great and I was like I apologize and it will not happen again and she said great it's resolved great and this is how adults communicate with each other exactly I have an issue with this thing wow I didn't realize I am sorry great yeah it's how it's how I communicate with my friends period Mm -hmm. so like just I wanted to make that comparison between like because I had people I did share a video about the friend breakup with um CDC and um it went over pretty well but there was a decent amount of people in the comments being like she only did this one time you're not giving her another like enough chances and I was like a I we have mutual friends and I asked my mutual friends if this is normal for her and they said yes you know what though to add on to that sometimes one time is all it takes because you're like, hang on. Yeah. This is a red flag that's enough that it's actually showing me the type of person you are, not like And yeah, so that's the other time. the other element of it is that we'd only been friends for a year. Mm-hmm. And this was our first conflict. And this shows me how we're going to handle conflict in the yeah. future. And so like me and Carlos had our first conflict. And like I learned that Carlos is like my one best guy friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned that like he needs a second to like, step back and kind Mm -hmm. of analyze the situation and then come back to it. So like we had our conflict and it was like a full like 24 hours before we really talked about it again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's fine with me. Um, You just be like, I need a second, step back and then come back and we'll address it. Like that's totally in my opinion, like a healthy communication style. Um, My friend Amy, so head on, like uh, we have had, I think literally one conflict and it was mostly a misunderstanding, like a miscommunication. And um, she immediately was like calling, texting, like, we're going to work this out right now. And I'm like, great. But to come out the gate swinging and immediately assume the worst of me, like, you don't think very highly of me. If you think that I'm intentionally like manipulating you and Mm -hmm. like guilt tripping you and like intentionally being annoying to you. Yeah, because then what does she think of you? Exactly. As a person. Yeah. Um, But yeah, speaking of fun friend dynamics, um, my friend Amy, you know Amy um is a psychopath she's a little nut uh, I don't think you saw my TikTok because I did see it you did see it I didn't it? know what to comment but I did like okay it. so I had to end up deleting that TikTok because um I accidentally blew up Alana's spot my sister um and so I, yeah I had to delete it but I will now tell the podcast I yeah. guess um like you were saying earlier like I've just been really busy and me and Amy are in constant communication in some way, shape, or form. Um, we call on the phone for like hours a day sometimes, or at least it'll be like 30 minutes. I'm listening to you. I just realized my sock is inside out. Oh, hate that for you. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're in constant communication. So if I'm gone for like, let's say I'm like MIA for like two days, that's already like, hmm. Did you see the girl who called the cops on her friend? Yes, I did. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, same. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So good. Um, so I'm, I'm MIA. She's not really hearing from me. She had already asked on Monday if I was mad at her. And I was like, no, I'm just, you know, putting out stuff around. I'm like working on the house and doing all this stuff. And honestly, I'm really engulfed in writing my fan fiction right now. (laughs) And so I've just been either like busy doing stuff or busy writing. And um, by 
Friday, which was when my dad came into town, I had still been pretty MIA. And that took me out until like Sunday morning when he was gone and whatever. But I spent Sunday rotting. I was like, I've been so busy. I just need to rot. And um, so then I went from writing fan fiction to reading fan fiction for the entire day. Um, So Monday morning. So it's been a full week of me kind of just being not on my phone and stuff. Mm. So this is yesterday morning. Yes, yesterday morning. um, I get back in the group chat with me, Carlos, and Amy. And I'm like, Hello, I, I am back. I'm alive. Hell, yeah. And so I'm like talking, I'm talking with Carlos in there a little bit and I'm realizing that Amy's not seeing any of the messages and I scroll up and I'm like, she hasn't seen anything since Saturday and it's mm. Monday. This is strange. Like even if she's not writing in the group chat, she's normally reading the group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, Carlos, when was the last time you spoke to Amy? And he was like, it's been a couple days. And I was like, hmm. And so I go and look at her fucking location and it's off. No, but yeah. I look at everyone's locations like I'm not kidding daily. I love it. I have um, me and my tattoo artist are like friendly. We're not close, but like we have each other's locations. And even her, I'm like, OK, still in Minnesota. Very good. Um, but like, yeah. So I was like, I'm looking at my little Sims and one of my Sims is not here. What is happening? Offline. One of my Sims is offline. And if you know anything about Sims, they die easily. I don't. They die pretty if you're if you just like step away from them for too long, they're dead. So I was like, one of my Sims is dead. I, this um, is so funny. And so I call her immediately and I was like, fuck, I know that it's like code is school time and they do homeschooling and I was like, eh. Doesn't but I matter. was like, too it's bad. Check. Too bad you might be dead. So yeah. I'm gonna have to interrupt you. Um she answers on the first ring and I was like, What is happening? Where are you? Yeah. What's going on? Why is your location off? I was like, Why is your location off? And she goes, You're just now noticing. And I was like, Yes, I'm just now. And she's like, I turned it off two days ago. <laughs> and I was like, are you telling me that you turned off your location so that I would get worried and think you were dead and you could test how long it took until I wow. noticed? And that was her plan? Yes. <gasps> my best friend pretended to be dead because I wasn't paying attention to her. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? It's so good. It's so good. You know what? If it was anybody else, I would be like, I know. What the fuck? I but know. because it's Amy, I'm like, you're funny. It's so funny. Yeah. She's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Here on Almost Influencers, we've decided that we have two <laughs> segments as of now. Yes. So the first one is where we bring something that we saw on TikTok that week. Mm-hmm. And the second one is when we have chosen a Reddit story that sometimes aligns with what we're talking about that day and mm-hmm. sometimes it's going to be entirely random. Do you have a TikTok video that you would like to present to the class? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Sure, go first. You seem excited. Give me. I either want to talk about that Disney family that makes me want to jump into traffic. Okay, you might choose that one because I don't know very much about it. Okay, or um, the conspiracy theory that I'm screaming about that only has five thousand views right now about how Sonic is using the twins to sell peanut butter burgers. I'm interested in both these things, but I think I'm more interested in the Sonic thing. Okay. Strap in. This okay. is a story. Buckling up. Okay. You remember the girl? I'm going to act like you don't know this. So there's a girl who posted on TikTok who was like, it was the trend where it was, I think, the Katy Perry song. Okay. And it was a picture of two people that was, to my knowledge, it's supposed to be like, we were young. We were together. Did we make it? Next slide. Yes, we did or no, we didn't. I saw two versions of that. I saw one when they were like teenagers. Did we make it? Yep. Now we're in our 30s. We're beautiful. We're happy, period. I saw another one that was like, did we make it? Next slide. No, he cheated on me. Or no, I'm happier. Or no, I'm gay. Like funny, whatever. Side note that a couple of people were using this trend to show their extreme age gaps in their relationship. Yes. Which was so weird. Continue. So weird. And then this girl comes on, shows a picture of a sonogram with twins and it says did we make it and you go to the next slide and it is a couple obviously on their wedding day embracing happily and it says we did and everyone says hi we need some fucking backstory to this because i hope it's not what you're implying i would like some context a crumb if you will please nothing brilliant brilliant of this woman she fucked up absolutely brilliant it's got like six or seven million views on it because everyone's like commenting. We need answers. They're keeping it active. What's going on? We need to know. We need to know. Um, the numbers growing, growing, growing. Weeks later, she responds to a comment from Sonic Drive-In 
that goes, bestie, we need to know what's going on. Now, as someone who has worked for two big companies doing freelance social media work, um, as you have as well, companies go, um, we're going to do this marketing strategy that I think personally, and I'm not making this up, this is a legitimate thing, I think personally was invented by either Netflix or Amazon, which is a phenomenon that they were using maybe a year or two ago of the, we're gonna pretend that an intern is running our social media and the intern is either unpaid or low paid. The intern is not a gigantic corporation that is getting together in the morning meeting to write the tweets and the Instagram captions. We're going to act like we gave the boss's teenage son access to our Instagram account. So Netflix would post a thing, or I'll use Amazon. Amazon I would use Wendy's too. Wendy's was a good example. I think Wendy's was the first. You're right. You're absolutely right. I think Wendy's was the first. And I remember, like, they would be like, you know, like, they would accurately be using trendy Gen Z speak. I don't know how to say that without sounding 65. (laughs) But, you know, before, like, it had been used and reused and whatever. So they would be like, it's giving blank when, as opposed to, like, someone saying that now where you see that on how many billboards this year because corporations got, you know, whatever. <clears throat> so um, this is what I'm thinking Sonic is doing. They're using the intern method. So she responds to Sonic's comment. She doesn't respond to the hundreds of thousands of other comments. She goes with Sonic, which you and I have done. If a verified account comments, you do the verified comment because as people are scrolling, they go, oh my God, who commented? Oh my God, she must uh, be a big deal. Me and Midal are friends now after Great. doing that. I yeah. love that for mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Um, I, exactly. Uh, anytime like a celebrity or somebody comments on my thing, I'm sorry, you don't think I'm hopping on that? Like that's just common sense. Paris Hilton, for example. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) my good friend Paris Hilton. So she responds to Sonic's comment and she's like, so everybody wants to know like what happened with me and my husband. And she tells the story about how they met. They went to the same school and she met this guy and they fell in love. They were 16. They fell in love. And you know the first love when you're 16? Ooh, that's the last one for you. You're just like, we're going to get married and we're different. We're different than everyone. We're 16. We know everything. They met. They were in love. You couldn't tell them anything. Then they're going to prom together as you do with the person that you're in love with when you're 16. Oh, God. We're twins because both of our parents show up at the big group picture thing. And it turns out that the mom got, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the mom got the boy, the dad got the girl, and they decided to raise these twins separately. Okay, I'm parent, sorry, parent trap. trap. Exactly. It's not even original. So it's like, okay. So she goes, um, we met. It was crazy. They explained the whole situation to us, and we were too in love, and everyone supported oh it. Oh, my God. Bring back secrets. Exactly. And then she goes, in the comments, she was just like, or maybe even she said it in the video. She goes, would you break up with the love of your life? Yes. No fucking question. I would break that break up, move across the country, change my name, and never speak to not only my parents, but my twin ever again. Ever again. Nobody would know me. You're putting this out into the open where people know your full fucking government name. You are telling people, exactly. You are telling people that not only you fucked your sibling, but your parents were cool with it. And now you're cool with it. Exactly. And your parents, I'm blaming your parents too, because your parents, if this is a real story, are fucking assholes for like not only separating, being like, well, I want that one. Bye. And you never are even going to acknowledge your other child. Jess, this is an incredible story. It gets worse. Oh no. Layers and layers and layers, right? So then she's like, why would you break? No, uh, what? So we get this story time, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. We get this story time. They have a baby. No. And everyone's like, no. There's an elephant in this room. Yeah. We need to address it. Yeah. Um, How many toes does the baby have? Right? Baby. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous little kid. First of all, I shouldn't know that. Don't put your kids on the internet. Yeah. Whoop. Not allowed to have beverages. You're literally not this. allowed to have I'm beverages. Too, okay. And then Sonic comments again and is like, this is crazy. And she responds again to Sonic's comment. And I'm talking this video, the explanation video, millions of views, mm-hmm. right? And I took the bait because I go, Sonic, what are you doing here? Yeah. What's happening? Why is Sonic responding to this absolutely? What does this have to do with Sonic? I went to Sonic's page. Okay. Sonic has a new product out. No. Sonic is trying to sell us a peanut butter burger. That sounds disgusting. It does sound disgusting. But 
I guess that's apparently a thing because I made a video about this and some guy goes, because I was like, oh, I saw this on a food truck in LA and this guy goes, actually, Elvis invented it. First of all, I don't need a man in my comments well actually me, ever. You know what I mean? Like, I made a video about Dave Letterman. And I want to end that like, sentence hey. at I don't need men in my comments. It's Every time that it's ever happened, it's been a bad time. See, I have, I'm very blessed that, because our For You page audience is very different. Mm-hmm. I am very lucky that every once in a while, I'll get really sweet men in my comments. Mm-hmm. I have John. And, Oh, you do have John. I love John. It's, John's great. Mm-hmm. And but every once in a while, it'll hit the bad for you pages. Like when I made the Dave Letterman video, and I had multiple men explaining comedy to mm-hmm. me, and I didn't even take that bait because it's very similar to the terrible date I went on a few years ago, where I know I have told you this before. He literally turned to me during Silence of the Lambs and said, "So what's happening now on the screen is called exposition." And this Kill is where, yourself. and Whoops. I laughed because. <laughs> I laughed because I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like, surely. Yeah. Surely you're not explaining to me. Anyway, so. um, This is why we needed Barbie movie. Exactly. Are you watching The Godfather? That's one of my oh favorite my lines of the whole movie. Because it's true. Yeah. It's, oh, um, Did you, I, I've actually had an ex make me watch all three Godfathers. I've only seen the one. Mm-hmm. It was torture. So Sonic got me to go to their fucking page and see that they have this goddamn peanut butter burger. And here's my question to you. This story cannot be true because I looked at her husband. They don't look alike. And I know, don't get me wrong. There are twins. We've all met twins that are fraternal twins that do not look alike. Do you remember those really beautiful twin girls that um, I'm sure they're adult women now? But um, they're biracial. I do not. And one was like really, really light skinned. And one was like a little bit more darker skinned. No, but I read a book like this once called The Vanishing Half. And it was about mm-hmm. how the white passing girl chose to live white passing. And her sister obviously didn't have that option. And it wow. goes over. It follows the two different lives and how like just vastly different they are. I want to read that. I'll give it to you. That's, yeah, because this girl, this girl who was lighter skinned looked like me. Like mm-hmm. she had light skin, red hair, and the darker skinned girl had this like beautiful like dark hair and they were both stunning. They looked like models. And everyone's like, you can't be twins. You can't be like all these fucking ignorant like people. But that's why twins are fascinating mm-hmm. because it's like, do you also know, you probably know this since you had a baby and you know more about pregnancy than me, how a woman can sleep with two men at once mm-hmm. yep like cats and the, the kids can have different dads yep it's super rare super duper rare incredible yeah but it's just anyway twins are fascinating to me so these people who don't look alike could potentially be twins mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. it's too outlandish it's too like the parent trap she's making so much money on it she looks very utah mm. um blonde had the hat yeah has the straight ends whatever um, do you think this is a marketing ploy by Sonic? 100%. Absolutely. She's getting paid. She's getting yeah. fucking paid to respond to Sonic. I don't know why. It has nothing to do. Like, there's no correlation. She is getting paid. But Sonic She's, is a fucking weird enough company, I think. Yeah, that they would do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully think it's intentional. Like, I don't know. It does. It's. It wasn't necessarily intentional with the first video. It was with the second I think it could have been intentional with the first I think it could video. have. I'm not writing. I'm not saying that it's not a possibility. It's absolutely a possibility. I would guarantee that the second one she was getting paid for. If she w- if she wasn't for the first. Anyway. That's, there's my story. That's absolutely fucking nutty. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you so much. Um, mine, mine is more a concept than like. So there's two videos and there's like a kind of a bit of a through line between the two. Mm-hmm. And it's very much on the note of like bring back secrets. Okay. Like I'm not saying that like these two people who I'm going to refer to should like. I'm not saying that it's like a secret in their lives. Mm-hmm. But what we put on the internet is what we accept judgment on. Right. Um, the first one. It's brilliant, by the way, what you just said. I've heard it before. I, just, I definitely did not I'm make it up. I'm going to credit you for that. What we put on the internet is what we accept judgment on. That's I've heard brilliant. it before from multiple people, but like, it, and it did strike a chord with me. Yeah. Um, so it, the first one is this woman who I, I sent you the video mm-hmm. and it's a mom and it's her kitchen and her kitchen is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking like neglected for a couple days. I'm talking there's mold is this one you sent me yeah it is okay great great. i just needed a visual yeah i'm like we're not talking she made dinner and then she ignored the the dishes for a while and like it's stacked i'm talking every single dish in her house is disgusted and molded 
there like when she gets to the towards the end of the video there is an entire like moldy water that is like coated her counters like so like all of these dishes that were stacked everywhere have had liquids in them that have been leaking out like i'm talking this is like a health hazard this isn't basic i've it's neglected brown moldy liquid. it's brown moldy liquid that is completely coating her counters and covered in mold like it looked yeah. like pond scum yeah, yeah it was bad bad and like don't get me wrong like depression happens mm-hmm. there are multiple different reasons that we suddenly start like neglecting tasks whether it's like chronic health issues chronic pain stuff like that I just don't I don't think I truly understand exposing like your family like that mm-hmm. I guess like you know I'm I'm someone who doesn't really put my family online very much at all um because again I don't accept criticism on my family there are absolutely things that people wouldn't agree that I do with my parenting or with like my partner or stuff like that but I'm just like I'm not going to put that out there right because I don't and I guess, you know, I, I'm sure she has realized that I, I just I think it's rage baiting is I guess what I'm coming to. I don't think that she's like genuinely from a good place being like, I just want other people who are struggling to see that it's OK to struggle. No, because there I think is it's that, rage baiting. Yeah. You know, that cleaner on TikTok. I wish I could remember her name. Oh, I love that cleaner. I know the who one exactly that cleans for free about it. Yeah. And her whole thing. There's actually there's two. There's the one that cleans for free and she cleans people's houses mm-hmm. and she's a fucking angel. Literal saint. Oh, my God. And there's the other one that um, I've learned a lot from that's mm-hmm. like if you're depressed or you struggle like what you were saying with chronic health issues or mental health issues. Oh, I like, love her. Yeah. yeah. She like, talks about how um, cleaning is morally neutral. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she talks about one of the biggest things I got from her is resetting the space mm-hmm. for the night. So every night before bed, I try to at least fix my pillows because mm-hmm. she said if you could do that or if you could at least just wipe down the counters mm-hmm. or at least wash a few dishes yeah she's like you don't need to deep clean your whole house no god just no. do one thing and be easy on yourself that's completely different yeah no yeah. this like it was just like i'm sorry but you're saying that there are kids living in this space mm-hmm. this is to the point of like it's toxic in there bro like there are things that are dangerous mm-hmm. like that level of like mold collecting and being just out in your fucking air is so gross and so i saw that and then shortly after that I saw this girl explaining her polyamorous relationship like directly after and I sent it to you and we both privately were like hate everything that just came out of this girl's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing against polyamory like truly. No. Yeah. Do you live your life? Consenting adults, um, whatever. I, me and Michael have like discussed open relationships in the past, like just what we thought of it as a concept. And I'm like, life is long. I don't know. I could see us opening and closing depending on where we are in our lives mm-hmm. or maybe never. I don't fucking know. I'm not like strict monogamy forever. Right. We're not fucking birds. Um, but this girl, and I'm sure, you know, it's probably a, a section of the community. It just, it the way that she was speaking was reminding me of Scientology. She mm-hmm. had a whole new language Yes. To define all of the different like parameters of her relationship. And I was like, this is a fucking math equation. I don't know if you remember. But oh, I'm, I do. I'm okay. I was going to say, I'm going to She's now up. practicing kitchen table that's polyamory. Look, okay. That's, that's the, that's what I was just going to look at. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Cause I remember you specifically were like kitchen table polyamory. I don't understand. I don't understand the difference. And I will feign ignorance on this entire thing. I don't understand the difference between primary partner versus anchor partner. Because um, she I think said that's those the same. Words. Yeah, she said anchor partner. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then she did say, or maybe they decided that primary sounds too singular, and so they changed it to anchor. I don't know. They have separate bedrooms. Yeah. Okay, I can raise my hand with that. I have separate bedrooms. <laughs> But you're not fucking other people in those separate. No, it's oh yeah. So she was like, yeah. So they um, have they had parameters where like you they couldn't have secondary partners like in the house alone together, and now they can. And originally it was like you can't have sex in the main bed. And okay, I guess that's what it was. They don't have a main bed together anymore because they're now allowed to fuck their secondary partners in their beds alone. So they don't have a bed together. Yes, while the other person's home. Which that that is the their descriptor of the kitchen table pot. Like there's just no rules anymore. They're just like we just try to be respectful. And I'm like, I just can't fathom it working out long term. I just can't fathom it, like that no. level. Because 
it just feels deeply disconnected to me. Same. I'm like, your roommates who have sex mm-hmm. and like know each other really well. And are expecting all of the other people that you date mm-hmm. to understand that I have sex with my roommate occasionally. And that's the thing that makes it like really complicated in my head for me where I'm like, mm-hmm. I totally do whatever the fuck you want, bro. Totally. Like, I literally don't care. But like you're bringing in these people who like, unless they are deeply like enmeshed in that community, mm-hmm. you, like again, they're, they've come up with entirely like new languages and verbiage around this stuff. And you're like, just going to expect everyone to like understand that and like know that and not have an issue with that. Yeah. Like that just seems so complicated to me. Yeah. When I was on the apps, there would be guys where I would go, oh, like he's cute. Like he seems cool. Mm-hmm. Like he seems whatever. And then they're fucking unicorn hunting. Yes. Yeah. Or it would be like, I have a primary partner that I'm in love with mm-hmm. or I'm married to my primary partner mm-hmm. and I'm just looking for connection. Mm-hmm. That always really bothered me because yeah. it's like, don't get me wrong, you can connect really deeply and emotionally with multiple people for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I obviously have a different emotional connection with my sister than I do with you than I do with of somebody course. I'm dating, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, I could have love for all of you, but it's going to be completely different. That being said, I don't. I guess just the way that my brain works personally is that like I couldn't fully give myself to two people. Yeah. Or three or however many. It's I mean, it's super complicated. And I guess that's why there's so much verbiage around it is because every like every situation seems so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just like it just feels both of those videos to me felt like exploitative in a weird way mm-hmm. where I was just like, I just it feels like like knowledge I'm not supposed to have about you. Yes. That's just what it, it just felt like. And don't get me wrong. I'm the fucking queen of oversharing. Yeah. Um, every friend breakup I've ever had is um, memorialized on TikTok. Um, and I will be 100% honest with you. It's because I make money on those videos. Um, As you should. And I'm like, if they were dicks to me, I'm at least going to monetize this bullshit. I love that. Yeah. Um, but it just like there it felt like exploitative of like the family unit. So, like, you know, this woman is married, and so now it's just, like, she's putting her whole fucking relationship history with her husband, which seems a little wonky, with the, okay, well, we're not going to have the, you know, a shared bedroom anymore so that we can fuck our partners in our individual bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, okay, interesting. Um, Like, my partner has to sleep in a different bed because he snores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But we still, our main bedroom together is still our main bedroom together. Yeah. And Um, you guys are very connected. Yeah. Like, as, yeah, some people just can't. It's just like physically sleep together. It's just giving bring back secrets, dog. I don't know. Like do your thing like behind closed doors, like whatever. But why do I know? Why do I know that your kitchen is literally covered in mold? Anyway, so all in all, bring back secrets. (laughs) Yes. Keep things to yourself sometimes, maybe. Unless you are literally fine with the entire internet judging you. And if that's the case, then do you, boo-boo, I guess. I could go on a tangent, I think, about reality TV because... I love reality... Okay, that's where I actually um, take back everything that I just said. But that's exactly it. That's exactly it, is that these people who are like me and you, Mm -hmm. who don't have cameras following around, realize that they've got a camera in their pocket and they can follow themselves around. And they think that they're Kim fucking Kardashian and everyone wants to know. And unfortunately... People do go, wait, what's going on? We're pivoting, so I'm not going to get super into this. But it's like the woman who explained that her um, house almost got robbed because her husband's an alcoholic. And did you not know about this? I don't know this story. Okay, I'm going to rush it. Okay. Um, This woman is like a bartender or something or was a bartender. And she's married to this guy and they have kids, I'm pretty sure. And um, she's basically like, every time my husband goes goes out to drink, he like, he just gets a little wild. It's like he can't have one drink. So every time he gets like blackout drunk. And I'm like, that's an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess he had like made friends at this bar and he took the friends back to their house. And the new friends, these people, these strangers that he had just met and he's blacked out. And she happened to be home. And like awake and like she can just tell that these motherfuckers are casing the joint Mm. and she managed to like get them out, whatever. But she's telling the story like it's ha ha funny. Like, oh, me, my husband got really drunk and brought back criminals who were potentially going to rob us. And um, she's just like, that's so cute and adorable. And she had like gone to the fucking bar and talked to the bartender and been like, did you see these guys? And she's like, you can't, you can't blame me for this. Like I tried my best to not make, to not let this dude 
take these people home and she was like no I'm not blaming you I'm just but like even the bartender was like yeah these were bad guys Mm. um and then she responded showing where she had put security cameras up where they were pointing she showed every fucking detail of her security system no she's and and obviously was very defensive of her alcoholic trashy husband being like, you, you guys are. are only seeing one thing. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. We see what you put online. Yeah. We're judging what you put online because yes. you did it, bitch. Yeah. Or when like, people are like, it's nobody's business. You made it our business. It's now my business. Yeah. Honey girl. I'm sorry. Why would you put where the security cameras are? It's so fucking It's dumb. one thing to it's be so like, fucking story dumb. time. I'm really pissed at my husband. Still not okay. But I'm yeah. really pissed at my husband because this is what happened. Isn't the story crazy? Yeah. Period. It's completely and- different. Anyway. <laughs> Bring back secrets. Yes. Um, okay. So I have a Reddit thing. Do you have a Reddit thing? I do. Okay. I'll, I'll do mine first because Please. it's, it, um, is on topic for almost influencers. Okay. For, um, okay. So this is a small brand who was working with a micro influencer. Mm-hmm. The title is, it infuriates me watching how these micro influencers are basically running a scam at this point. I own an apparel brand. It's a small business about a month back. This self-proclaimed influencer reached out asking us to barter for a collaboration. We just launched ED, I guess that's her brand, uh, two months back and are trying to build an organic audience. After analyzing, we decided to move ahead with this barter collaboration. We sent, we sent stuff worth 1700 to this influencer. 1700 Yeah. Okay. In return, we asked her to try out our product and provide an honest review and a reel as well as our Instagram handle. After receiving the product, she started her shenanigans. After three weeks, she sent us one reel after relentlessly asking for one. She made excuses of bad health when she was constantly posting travel stories on her account. Since we are relatively new and are trying to run an honest business, steering off controversies, we decided it wasn't wise to indulge in an altercation as long as we were getting the result. Now back to today, she removed herself as a collaborator. We decided to confront her. This was her reply. What do you guys think? Isn't this very unethical and unprofessional? How far are these influencers willing to go for free stuff? How are we supposed to trust these people? And then this is their back and forth. The brand says, hey, you didn't upload the reel. She says, hi, I'm sorry. I have my exams this week. It'll take a little while. They say, okay, please establish a professional professional timeline for posting brand aligned content so that we can align it better and with our brand deadlines. Yes, I'm extremely sorry for that. By next Monday, it will be done. Okay. Hello, it's Monday. When can we expect the post? The And then two days later, she sent them a Google Drive. Apologies for my unprofessional behavior, but this is all I can offer as of now, given how my health has been lately. And then they said, hello, any reason that you have removed yourself as a collaborator? She said, hi, yes, actually, I'll be removing all the collaboration posts as well as I won't be able to do this anymore for a while. I'm extremely sorry. They said, extremely unprofessional behavior. Please do not reach out to brands for collaborations if you cannot honor a commitment. Mm, Don't like that. It's just, okay, so you and I have been in the micro influencer space for like a a hot minute Mm -hmm. um i understand trade for product and like honoring that commitment Mm -hmm. it's not paid it's not paid and they were like please set a timeline that means that a timeline wasn't set by either of them by either of them yeah yeah so she did give them the content and then they were pissed about when they got the content and they were pissed that she eventually decided to no longer host it on her page as a collaborator, mm-hmm. which also doesn't seem like it was ever in the like the strict guidelines of their mm-hmm. agreement. So the content they still have the piece of content that they got for free, by the mm-hmm. way. They she did provide the content in what they didn't consider a timely manner, but there was no timeline set. Right. She's unpaid. She gave it to you. It's within her right to revoke her collaboration mm-hmm. you still have the fucking free piece of content that you can use for ads that you can use as a post that you can use across all your platforms yep like it's not yep. a scam when you got the thing that you asked for no and when you didn't set perimeters like because i've been on both of us have been on both sides mm-hmm. of this yeah and i remember i was working for someone where they were like we need we need more content creators and mm-hmm. i was like great and that's what you do. You go, I need it by this day. I'm currently going you, back and forth with a company right now. You learn from these experiences. Yeah. As an influencer and as a brand. Yeah. I'm working with a brand right now that sent me, they're paying me less than my rate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I always say negotiable. And they said, how about this? And I was like, all right. 
because mm-hmm. they said we only need the video to be this long and i said okay so i shot the video mm-hmm. and same thing construction going on in my apartment so i got in front of my ring light and i made the video they didn't like it mm-hmm. part of me they didn't say this but typically when i make tiktoks my hair is down i have full makeup i have whatever but sometimes my hair's in a ponytail i'm wearing my glasses and i have makeup on but whatever i still looked cute but i looked more casual mm-hmm. but i still looked cute i still had makeup on still had an outfit on whatever and they said oh you know the lighting and you didn't say this and you didn't say that can you reshoot it and i said sure and then i said and it's funny that this is what she said um i was like listen it was due on friday mm-hmm. i think and i said i'm having a medical procedure done on friday um which I'll tell you the whole thing after this. Okay. Um, but I was like, I'm having a medical procedure done on Friday. Just a heads up. Um, I'm not going to be able to get you the video until like later Friday afternoon. And mm-hmm. they go, that's fine. So a bunch of shit went wrong. And it's like 8 o'clock. And I email them. And I go, listen, today had some complications. It'll be my first priority tomorrow morning. They shot back and they said, great, thank you. We appreciate the heads up. Cool. I shot the video again. Sent it as soon as I could. And I said, same thing as that girl. I'm, I said, I understand you have a deadline. I apologize if this has had any inconvenience at all for you. Um, but here's here's the video. And they said, thank you. We appreciate it. Whatever. They got back to me this morning. Or okay. I'm sorry, last night. Okay. And they said, um, the sound cuts off at this part. Can you edit it? And I had stopped recording because I had switched over. Oh, because one of the things they said were, we need more angles it needs to be more dynamic. We need more angles. And I said, well, what do you, and I'm using green screen and then I'm not. And I'm using video and then I'm not. And I said, what do you mean? Do you want me to look at the camera from different angles? And they said, yes. And I said, okay. So I did what I could. And they said, great. And then they said, the sound's cutting out. And I said, okay. And I edited one little spot and I sent it over. This morning they go, we don't like the way you worded this one part. I'm sorry. No, you're done. I, I emailed them and I said, I can shoot it for a third time or I can add copy to it. I'm getting less than my rate, and this is the third video I'm going to make for them. And part of me is just going to drop it. Drop because it. Exactly this. Because it's just like, like no. I, I understand this is a first world problem. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that companies don't know is that if we make a 30-second video, it doesn't take 30 seconds to make. Like my, I'll just say it. My standard rate for a video is $300. My nail rate is $100 an hour. Mm-hmm. That's about the same takes like four or five hours to make a 30 second video and people don't get that for and brands br- yeah yeah and brands don't understand that yeah it's like i can go and then if they're like well you're posting other shit yeah i'm not wearing makeup and i'm in my kitchen and i'm screaming posting about fucking stories yeah you know jane fonda in my kitchen you know yeah. what i mean it's like i don't know it's yeah you're not worried about the quality when you're just no. like posting your regular bullshit exactly yeah no um i had a brand a couple of years ago it was like um an underwear and like bra brand and they wanted it and this was like right when Instagram was starting to allow like brand branded content. Like you could like mm-hmm. post it as a collaboration with a brand. Um, and certain accounts didn't have that accessibility yet. And I didn't have it yet, that function. Um, and so like, it, I'm not kidding. I had taken the content. The content was done. It took three to four days of us going back and forth and then being like can you try this can you try like trying to like troubleshoot my account for me oh for the account oh okay well yeah they were just like well okay now go go to your facebook and go into the settings and blah 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 and like and they were like basically just like can you turn it on and so i'm doing my own research i'm asking people that i know that work for instagram like how can i do this and so after like fucking 72 hours of going back and forth like this i'm like i'm not your fucking it tech Mm -hmm. okay it's not gonna work like and this is weird. This amount of back and forth for something that was trade, it was free for product. I was like, I'm done, dude. I was, yeah. I sent them like a couple of the photos and I was like, you can use it on your end. I'm not doing the post because this has been, an, this has been fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much back and forth and they were obviously like annoyed by it. And I was like, this is not my fucking, this wasn't my issue. Yeah. My account doesn't have the function yet. Period. I've explained that four times. Nothing I do is going to make it so that my account has the function. The best thing anyone has ever said to me in regards to this is, well, can't you just email Facebook or no, can't you just call Facebook and ask them what's going on? <laughs> and I said, I'll Facebook doesn't give a fuck I'm about right me, dog. Rose. Yeah. It's just like, do you have Mark Zuckerberg's number? Yeah. Cause I'll give him a ring and I'll I have some choice words. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also tell him to Venmo me $70,000. You yes, know what I please. mean? 
Okay. Well, that was my Reddit story. I don't know. I've just like, as someone who's been on both sides, I think their aggression, the brand's aggression was absolutely fucking out of place and weird. Oh, they're both. I think they're both in the wrong. I, I do too. And I think yeah. that she should have probably been more communicative. I want to know this about you. I okay. read part of it. So we're kind of in this together. Okay. Since you're engaged. I'm engaged. And there's wedding talk. Mm-hmm. I really want your take on this. Okay. Okay. This is a would I be the asshole, which I didn't realize was also a thing. Definitely a thing. Would I be the asshole for putting three women in their place and telling them they aren't invited to my wedding? All right, let's go. Backstory. Me, 33 female, and my fiance, 37 male, are in the final stages of wedding planning. Invitations have went out, but unfortunately we can't invite everyone. We're paying for the wedding with some family support and can only invite so many people to stay within our budget. So what we decided to do was invite our first group of people and send out additional invites depending on responses after hitting about one-third of the replies received. So my fiancé called me today saying one of his coworkers, 50s female, confronted him at work for not being invited. From what was told to me, two of his coworkers' wives, 20 female and 40s female, took it upon themselves to text this coworker and, in quotes, found out that she wasn't invited. Both of his coworkers' wives are invited because my, fia- my fiancé is friends with their husbands. But what blows my mind is that they took the time to single out this one coworker, look on our website, search through the names. Um, it says, see, edit below. The list is not fully public. It's an RSVP online. So you have to individually search each name. This is wild. Uh, meaning they took time to try to search other people on my list. Okay. Um to see who was and wasn't invited. One of the coworkers' wives, 40s F, doesn't like the 50s F because she's threatened by her, and I think it was motivated out of pettiness. Needless to say, my fiance and me are now forced to deal with all this nonsense. My plan is to talk to both coworkers' wives and tell them it's not their place to inform others that they aren't invited to the wedding. They don't know the circumstances or plans we have for them to, in quotes, take this upon themselves. It's disrespectful and childish. Secondly, I plan to talk to his coworker and tell her that I didn't appreciate how she handled this situation. She could have talked to him on the other side or outside of work, but for her to confront and demand an explanation is ridiculous. She's on our list to invite after the first responses, but now my fiance feels like it looks like a pity invite as opposed to an actual invite. And she had just asked instead of uh, jumping to conclusions, then it would be easily to explain. Um, And this says, here's another edit. One of the coworkers' wives, the 40-year-olds, are technically part of the wedding. My fiancé wanted to include his friend for one of the gifts at the church. It's customary. Okay, so what is her actual, like, what is her question? I think the question is, uh, is would she be the asshole for confronting all of these people? Because these people are saying, you are the asshole. She said, would I be an asshole for uninviting them? Yeah, someone said, yes, you are the asshole. It's not your place to talk to his coworkers. Not your circus, not your monkeys. Let him handle it. And then someone else, let me see more comments. Um, yeah, people are saying that they're the asshole. And then I someone said, everybody's it. the asshole. You and your husband for having your invite list public, it's tacky as fuck. You're also the asshole for wanting to confront your husband's coworkers. Yeah, she doesn't need to confront his That's coworkers. basically as everyone's like, don't, do, don't confront She doesn't need to do that. It, I'm, I'm confused by the title of would I be the asshole if I uninvited these people because yeah. the whole thing is about how they weren't invited. Right. So that's just confusing me a little bit. But let's just go off of what information we have. Um, I, me and Michael talked about this last night because he came home from like um, a group hang with some guys that like he literally at this point only sees once a year. And he's like, are we going to invite blank and his wife blank? And I was like, I mean, a couple years ago, I would have said yes because we interacted with them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now we literally see them once or twice a year. And like, I'm not going to pay for their fucking plate and for their seat at my wedding. No, and you guys aren't having like a 500 person wedding. No, it's going to be relatively intimate. Like we're talking like still probably like too many people for me to handle, but <laughs> under well under 100. Yeah. Um, And so like there, it, yeah, there are going to be hard cuts at some point. Like I'm going to have to look someone dead in their eyes and be like, I'm sorry, not you. Even Mm -hmm. if we have a a decent relationship in whatever capacity that is. But it's your day and your wedding. They don't get to bully themselves into a wedding. If if they're his coworkers and they're not, they haven't at this point been invited Mm -hmm. or some of his coworkers have been invited and some of them haven't and they went through his his fucking guest list to find out who did it, um, who made the cut and who didn't. Like they're fucking creeps and I don't want them at my wedding anyway. Exactly. Same. I can just, I have this image of them like all being at work mm-hmm. and the three of them together around somebody's computer. I literally can see it in my mind's eye. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because we would do that probably. I would 100% do yeah, that. Yeah, but it's just like to be like, you didn't get an invite? Well, let's just see who's invited. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's strange. And like, I'm sorry, you're not that close. Exactly. And if this woman, if that is what happened, and it's kind of a, we both got invites. Oh, you didn't get one. Maybe yours got lost in the mail. Let's see who's invited. Mm-hmm. Like, in theory, could be a rational thing. But you go to your coworker who you're friends with and go, hey, awkward question. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure it didn't get lost in the mail, you know, or something. I don't yeah. know. But at the same time, I mean, I've definitely like been that person, not in a wedding capacity, but like there was like years ago, many years ago, um, I was in contact with this person who I'd had like a negative relationship with mm-hmm. at some point. And then like we repaired it and because it, it was over a guy. I was young. And so I was like, I hated you because you dated my boyfriend after right. me. And so I messaged her when I became a mature, mature adult. And I was like, hey, that was really annoying and weird of me. Um, and we had chatted like back and forth a little bit. And then like not too long after that, I noticed that she had like unfriended me and unfollowed me on everything. And so I messaged and I was just like, hey, I literally no hate. Like you are, you can unfriend and unfollow whoever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, cause if I said or did something that I would like to apologize for it, left me on red, left me on scene, whatever. So it's not like I've never like been like, Hey, did I, did my thing not come in the middle? Like I've, yeah. I've had the awkward conversations before. Right. It's fine. But if someone's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just have to be really selective with who I invite to my wedding because we're trying to stay in budget. And like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, catering is fucking expensive. It's going it's to be so one of expensive. it's going to be one of the most. The venue and the catering are going to be the two like biggest expenses. I can't remember how much my wedding cost. I want to say it was fifteen grand, mm-hmm. which that was in 2014, and probably more than that now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. But. That's on the cheap side. Yeah. My dress was 600 bucks. Yeah. Like it's the venue was a museum that we barely had to decorate. Mm -hmm. Like it was, which was on purpose. And we did a lot of DIY stuff and my mom chipped in. I can't remember specifically what she paid for, but she did chip in Mm -hmm. and I was grateful. Um, My dad's throwing in 10. I think Michael's dad might match it. We'll see. That's amazing. Yeah. And like my. And it's just funny because I'm still like, oh, that's a small wedding. That's. Isn't that small intimate wedding? Yeah. And like I, my mother, my former mother-in-law was really obsessed with weird. I remember one of the things she was really obsessed with. It was fucking crazy. It was chair covers. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what color are the chair covers going to be? And I said, what do you mean? What are chair covers? Exactly. And she goes, well, you need chair covers. And I said, no, we don't. Uh -uh. We have tablecloths. And she goes, you guys need chair covers. And I said, if you think we need it, you can pay for it. Mm-hmm. And she said, I will. Okay, and great. I said, great. Everyone's happy. Exactly. And they were also, it was one of those things where they go, what color? I said, black. Everything is black. Mm-hmm. To me, at a beautiful, like, natural history museum, all black everything is very chic. Yeah. Like, I thought it was stunning. But it was, I don't know. I'm divorced. But I'm just saying, like, it's, yeah. all of that being said, it's your fucking day and things are really I mean, really if, okay, expensive. so I don't know if I agree with the comments because the question is, would I be the asshole if I uninvited these three people? No. Yeah. Because it seems like some of them bullied their way into an invite and some of them were catty and like comparing their invites to other yeah, people. Yeah, none of you can come. Yeah, no, none of you can come. I yeah, would, I'm not paying for, exactly. I'm not going to confront you. I'm not going to be like, hey, you bitches, my husband's coworkers, fucking yeah. cunts, like you can't come. Yeah. But I would if I had like their email address or whatever, I'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry. It's just a more intimate wedding than we than we expected, and I can't extend our invites to coworkers anymore. I think not the asshole. I'm saying not the asshole. Wouldn't be the asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. I support her. I support her too. Queen, queen shit. <laughs> I hope she has the best wedding ever. I hope she has the best wedding ever too. And then I hope that I have a better wedding than her. You will. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Where can people our find you on the first ever podcast. I'm at Brittany Christine, B-R-I-T-T-N-I, like a stripper, um, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E on Instagram. And then I'm Brittany Pristine on TikTok due to my, did I say Instagram or, or TikTok the first time? You said TikTok. Or you said it correctly. Brittany Christine on Instagram, Brittany Pristine on TikTok because I've been blocked and banned so many times. Which is wild to me. This is my third or fourth account, so I could no longer have Brittany Christine on it. Um, I'm OMG underscore Jess on literally everything. Mm-hmm. We also have a TikTok that you should follow, even though we don't have anything on there yet. Th- someday we'll figure someday out how to um, use a microphone and a camera at the same time. Imagine. Mm-hmm. I really just got the microphone thing down. so And I'm proud of you. And I was thinking on the way here, out of all of the, um, I was going to say people, but it, it, 
it's a bunch of men that were, I can name four men that are in our lives that either professionally or very actively do this as a hobby. Yeah. We will figure out video. Yes. And you will get to see my dog in the the chaos she oh creates God, so behind excited. the scenes. And you could see B if we ever recorded my apartment, yeah. which would be amazing. And it's Almost Influencers. I didn't tell you the name of it. Oh, yeah. Almost Influencers on TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We should get it on Instagram, too. Yeah, we should. We'll work on that. Well, Jess has to go meet a client and do some nails. Yes. So I have to go to work because until we can monetize this thing. We still have to work. We still have to work. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Chat soon. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.